The following is a Network Newswire audio production. As a multifaceted financial news and publishing company, Network Newswire uses its network of more than 5,000 key distribution outlets, as well as other corporate communication tools, to introduce private and public companies to a wide audience of investors, consumers, journalists, and the general public. Our reputation for highly efficient communication strategies is based on the experience and relationships our team has in the space. It is Network Newswire's unwavering commitment to connect the investment community with companies that have great potential and a strong dedication to building shareholder value. The following interview features a client of Network Newswire. Network Newswire may have been compensated for the production of this interview. Please be sure to read our entire disclaimer for full disclosure. Thank you, and here today as your host is Stuart Smith. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us here again for this online business briefing. Today, we're joined by Petrogress Incorporated. The company's traded under the ticker symbol PGAS. Now, we're speaking to Jim Jemerson of the company. He's a consultant to the company who handles the corporate affairs here in the United States. Jim, how are you today? Well, thank you. Appreciate it. thank Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to join us here today, Jim. Well, listen, let's start first with the building blocks, the business model. What does Petrogress do? Go ahead. The company is a integrated company in the petroleum market space. We provide shipping and transport primarily in the, off the west coast of Africa and in the eastern Mediterranean with our fleet of four ships. We are also working to enter the production business, the E&P business here in the United States through our subsidiary Petrogress Oil and Gas. Uh, And then we also do oil and gas trading. As we develop petroleum sources on the west coast of Africa, we are also working with refiners and others with respect to the transport and trading of refined goods. The company also has an emphasis for the next few months and, and coming to next year, on entering into uh, refining and other production deals in Africa. Uh, We are working with partners in Ghana and European partners in Libya uh, to expand our footprint there for refining, production, and uh, other oil and gas-related business. Well, very good. And listeners, using that ticker symbol again, PGAS, you can look at the news for the company and you can see it validates and backs up everything Jim just said with this international efforts of this company. Well, let's talk about the leadership of the company, the management team, the consultants to the company and the board of directors. Let's start, though, with the CEO, Christos Treos. Tell us a little bit about him. Sure, Christos Treos, is, he's really the... <laughs> the vision and the moving force behind this company. He's president, CEO, and the chairman of the company. Chris has a about a 30-year background in public company management, some in the U.S., but mostly in Europe. Uh, has, has studied as a sea captain, has a background in maritime affairs, or maritime management, rather, and has operated a shipping company for 15 of the past 20 years. He operates the company with a staff of about 30 uh, from Piraeus, which is the port in Athens and with additional staff in Cyprus uh, at the Port of Limassol and also the small administrative staff there. Well, let's talk about some of the people he surrounded himself with. Uh, the company appointed, recently appointed an advisory board. Christine Warnke is a Ph.D. in Washington, in Washington D.C. She also works with a law firm that, uh, that provides lobbying services. She has a great deal of experience with with being of L&D, liquid natural gas, here in, in the United States. As people are probably aware, recent amendments to federal legislation now permit 
the sale of LNG from U.S. ports to European or other places um, that previously was was prohibited under U.S. law. In addition, um, we've appointed Dr. Dimitrios Pierdes from Nicosia, Cyprus. Dr. Pierdes has a long history operating international business concerns. Uh, he's a principal in the Pierdes Group, previously been a director of the Bank of Cyprus in Cyprus, as well as in the U.K. and Australia. Uh, he's a Cypriot Honorary Consul Gen- General for Sweden and has other awards and things of that nature. Dr. Warnicke handles affairs with the World Bank and a number of important notables in Africa, in, in the petroleum field and other, other related market spaces. She's important to us from the perspective of introducing the company to uh, financing and other government regulatory uh, concerns, both in Africa and in the U.S. She provides a great deal of assistance to the company in those markets, in those areas. Dr. Pierdes is important to the company from his political connections and other and other business connections uh, in Cyprus. Um, he's been instrumental so far in acquisition of the ownership interest in the Port of Limassol. Will provide a great deal of assistance to the company in managing and expanding uh, the business that we operate from there. Excellent. Well, it sounds like a diversified team with a big skill set, which obviously is very important. So let's talk now about what the company has achieved so far in 2017. As you look back on the news and some of the milestones for the company, what do you see as some of the major achievements? Well, 2016 really was a period for the company basically just to consolidate what was what we had. Uh, as, as I think most people understand, the company became public through an acquisition, through a reverse merger. In the first part of 2016, it took a minute to get our arms around what the entity was and what all it entailed. The company continued to operate its shipping business off the west coast of Africa, four ships in the west coast of Africa, continued to generate revenues, continued to be profitable during that time period. But it took a minute to get everything figured out as to how that related to the public company here in the U.S. Uh, 2017 really saw us saw the company getting its feet on the ground and beginning to move forward with the important aspects of its business plan. The acquisition of an interest at the Port of Limassol is critical to the company's provision of oil field services and exposure to large international oil and gas concerns that are working in the oil fields off the coast of Lebanon and Israel. These are large, large gas fields that will last for many, many, many years. And provision of oil field services there will be not only profitable from the core business, but also be profitable from the business contacts it helps us, it provides to us. In addition, the company formed uh, Petrogris International, uh, a Delaware LLC that serves as a, as a special purpose vehicle for its African business. Uh, the African business includes not only the, the business off the west coast of Africa, predominantly just a, the, the oil trade uh, from Nigeria to uh, refineries and back and forth, uh, but also for its business, new business in Ghana. Through Petrogress International, we formed Petrogress Africa Company Limited, a Ghana, Ghanaian company that has authority to provide shipping services from the port of Tima uh, in Greater Accra. Uh, that also, but with our Ghanaian partners, it also provides us with greater access to bid on contracts uh, with the government, in particular for the operation of the APG-1 uh production platform. It's the old Mr. Louis platform. It makes oil right now. It's profitable right now, but it's shut in because the 
last government partner wasn't apparently a very good partner. Well, we have we believe we believe we can provide much better services for the company. The interesting thing about this speculation is not the fact that we would make profits on the 300 to 500 barrels a day produced currently, or that can be produced currently from the platform, but it provides access to eight additional offshore lease blocks that are estimated to hold as many as 44 billion barrels of oil. That's B, billion with a B. And, well, that's clearly a project that would far outpace our current ability to finance. We think it's the ability to attract major players uh, to participate with them in operations is going to provide some excellent, excellent opportunities for 2018. In addition, we're working with a uh, an Austrian company that has long-standing business ties to Libya, even through the political turmoil the company has suffered over the past uh, couple of years, um, and has maintained some of those ties with the with the Libyan oil ministry now. Um, and we're working with them on a business initiative that we should have some announcements on probably in the next three months, uh, probably by the end of the end of this calendar year, if not in the first part of the first quarter. We really can't talk too much about it because of regulation FD issues. Uh, but we have we've indicated we've had we're, we're having these discussions now and and intend to follow through with those. We think that's another great initiative uh, that would give us. We think that the North African trade and the East. Mediterranean trade is a great opportunity not only for shipping services but also for production. All of these things feed into our trading facility in Piraeus. Well, you've made some great points and you outlined some opportunities coming up in 2018. And listeners, let me point you back to that press wire again, because on the press wire, 26 days ago, November 8th, the Limassol Port Facility press release came out. Right before that, a little bit earlier, November 1st, the company talked about its Ghana operations in a press release. All you need to have to find those is that ticker symbol PGAS. I want to direct you also to the company's website, Petrogress Inc., that's I N. Petrogressinc.com. Well, let's wrap up by just looking at some of those opportunities in 2018 briefly. What do you see as some of the goals for the company moving forward, Jim? Three things. One which we didn't mention, one which we haven't talked about so far, but uh, but I do want to raise. But most importantly is we want to push forward with the contract in Ghana. We think a successful bid in Ghana, giving us the opportunity to operate the production platform there, uh, will result in, in revenues immediately but also have great opportunities for growth uh, from the undeveloped offshore blocks. Um, We think our Libyan business, if that develops, um, could be exceptional. Ties to who will be a new African government. Uh, I'm sure some of your listeners follow some of the the political upheaval and and what's going on in Libya. We do, too. Um, But we think the opportunity to get in on the ground floor in Libya now with a deal with the nascent government would uh, provide another great opportunity and in, in that's in really in our wheelhouse, uh, that North Africa, East Mediterranean area of the world. In addition, I'm not sure we talked about this. In fact, I don't think we have, but the company has options on two Aframax tankers currently in Dubai. Um, we're working on the financing of those, of those tankers right now. But the aggregation of those two tankers will permit us to trade through the canal, but also permit us to trade in that critical East Mediterranean, North African, those, those routes. It's, uh, it's, they're, they're great ships, fairly new bottoms, um, and we have a great opportunity to purchase them at a real discount due to political upheavals in other parts of the world farther east. 
We have those three things coming on. We're working with some U.S. finance partners to help finance some of these, as well as international finance partners, predominantly in Vienna, but also with World Bank. And we're looking forward to 2018. Well, Jim, we're looking forward to 2018 as well for you and your company. Once again, Jim Jimerson is a consultant to the company handling the U.S. corporate affairs for Petrogress Incorporated, ticker symbol PGAS. Well, Jim, I want to close with you by touching on the November 21st press release. Petrogress Incorporated files its third quarter Form 10-Q. Now, there's some interesting things within this press release, and I want to give you the floor to define that and expand on that for your investors. Go ahead, Jim. Financial results were, I think, interesting is a, is a great way to describe it for the third quarter. Revenues were down. That's In our business, that's always a function of oil prices, but it's also a function sometimes of political instability. But the fact that revenues were down didn't, didn't impact the fact that we still ended up showing a profit, which I think that, uh, that Mr. Treos is, is probably more proud of showing a profit in a, in a down quarter than almost any other. I think the critical thing to take from the third quarter financials, though, is that we are stockpiling cash and prepaying expenses and also reflecting the acquisition of our assets in Ghana and Cyprus. We added $3 million plus to shareholder value, to the book value of the company, still managed to show a profit, and all in all, would consider it a strong quarter building for purposes of building on the rest of this year and into next year. Uh, especially with respect to our business in Ghana, Cyprus, and Libya. Well, Jim, once again, I want to thank you for your time and your insights into this exciting company, the detailed overview you provided for our listeners and your shareholders. Ticker symbol one more time, PGAS listeners, take a good look at Petrogress Incorporated. Jim, thanks for your time here. Thanks so much. Appreciate the time. All right, for Jim Jimerson, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. This audio interview is an original broadcast provided by Network Newswire, a multifaceted financial news and publishing company delivering a new generation of corporate communication solutions, including news aggregation and syndication, social communication, and enhanced news release services. Network Newswire may receive payments for corporate communications relations, as well as various press releases and social media solutions provided to its clients. You should assume that officers and directors of Network Newswire or financial analysts mentioned hold a position in and may intend to trade these securities for their own accounts. This interview is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, investment in the featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This audio interview by Network Newswire does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used in statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources, but not verified nor guaranteed by Network Newswire as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. Please see our full disclaimers and disclosures at NetworkNewswire.com. 